Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back. It's your girl, Annette Harris, your certified mental health ambassador and host of this podcast, Mind Mending in the Net, distributed by Get Caught in a Net Incorporated. Remember to think of this experience as a net for your mind to mend. And if this is your first time listening, I do first and foremost, thank you. Welcome to MMITN and I encourage you to please subscribe to Mind Mending in the Net on Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast shows. And I normally like to quote at the beginning of each podcast, the mantra. My mantra is everything starts in the mind. Normally at this point of the episode, I would give you a positive mental health tip. This particular episode, I'm going to hold off on that and actually kind of jump into our topic of discussion. I wanted to actually, um, this is, uh, will probably be looked at as a bonus episode because the topic that I'm going to discuss on today is fresh. I did not plan this um, topic of conversation, but from what we have seen um, in the news, I felt impressed to uh, discuss it on today. So I'm going to talk about suicide. And unfortunately, we have experienced um, two of our celebrities um, or children of celebrities um, just within a week or so of each other that actually committed suicide. Now, I'm going to tell you that with this particular podcast, we normally like to focus on positive mental health. That is the basis for this podcast, positive mental health. I um, have my um, certificate in uh, being a mental health ambassador, um, knowing what to look for, watch out for, and to try and help individuals uh, to attain positive mental health. I want to ask you a question, uh, maybe a couple of questions. Did you know that one in five individuals live with a mental health condition? Yeah, it's true. These uh, stats are according to NAMI. And it is very, very true. You may not realize um, who it is that you are actually uh, dealing with. Uh, Individuals may seem like they have it all together. Uh, but one in five individuals live with a mental health condition. And NAMI, if many of you don't know, it is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Another question I have for you, with knowing that stat, that one in five live with a mental health condition, do you know how to recognize um, it early enough in order to get that individual help? Um, our children need help, our young adults need help, our teenagers need help, our adults need help. That stat that said one in five individuals did not just label 
uh, babies or adolescents. It's an individual, so that means anybody of any age um, suffers or deals with a mental health condition. Getting back to talking about suicide, unfortunately, these two individuals uh, felt that suicide was the best route for them to take. And I find it disturbing. I find it disturbing. Um, I'll share the names. Ian Alexander Jr., the son of Regina King, the actress, uh, entertainer. Uh, she's a producer, director. Um, we all knew uh, Regina from the early days of 227. Her and her ex-husband, um, Mr. Alexander, had a son. And this is actually Regina's only child. On January 21st, he decided that he did not want to live any longer. So he took his own life. Now, we don't know all the details surrounding it. Um, you know, you get bits and pieces in the news. But this young man was 26 years old only 26 and you know it, it disturbs me because he was so young and felt that this was his only option was to take his life I don't know how he did it some of you may know I don't know um, but he did that and you know as you look back on his um, activity prior to him um, committing suicide you know they talked about how close he and his mom were he and Regina were very close so it wasn't like they had an estranged relationship where she didn't take care of her child or uh, tend to his needs uh, as he was growing up and even as an adult from all accounts all that I have seen in the news uh, her son was her heart and his mom was his heart. Um, they discussed about how, um, I believe when she turned 50, that he, you know, made a post and, you know, actually told his mom how proud of her that he was. And I think Regina's only maybe 52 or something like that. But it, so it was, wasn't that long ago. Um, when she turned 50 and he would accompany her to the various um, events, um, you know, where she was either being honored or, you know, these red carpet events. And they said that he was such a bright light, one who cared so deeply about the happiness of others. I'm reading a quote here that I'm looking at. Um... And, and let's see here. I'm going to also read some tweets that he tweeted prior to his death. Now, I'm doing all this for a reason, bringing this up. So it says here on January 14th, he tweeted, you know that episode of SpongeBob where they go inside his brain and it's a bunch of mini SpongeBobs? 
just losing there, and it's a curse word. Yeah, that really hits home. And it also said on another tweet, on the same day, January 14th, which was about a week before he committed suicide, he briefly shared his feelings regarding social media and said, I don't think Instagram is healthy for me. So some people look at these as cryptic tweets, meaning there was something much deeper um, in those particular tweets. And <clears throat> at some point you, you may can, you know, look at it in that sense, because again, a week later, he ended his life. Um, there's something to that. This is an entertainer's son. Uh, obviously, he's lived in that light, um, you know, for 26 years. Um, and so we have to look at the mental health aspect. We have to look at it in this, in this respect and, and, and also in the respect of this other um, entertainer that unfortunately on yesterday, January 30th, committed suicide. Beautiful woman, Chesley Christ. Chesley Christ, um, she was a model, a beauty pageant title holder. She was crowned Miss America 2019. <clears throat> My understanding also, I didn't really watch Extra, but she was a correspondent for Extra. And many of her uh, friends and different ones said that she was a joy to be around. She never really had a bad day. So this is the persona that she presented to everyone. It says she was a lawyer, a powerful and versatile speaker. Um, they say she gained national attention after delivering memorable answers to onstage questions during the Miss America 2019 competition. So it, during this time, they were saying basically that she was showing how intelligent that she was. She wasn't just beautiful because she's a beautiful woman, but she also had the brains, okay? And something like this, taking your own life, jumping to your death, was definitely not something that um, her friends and family, those who knew her, thought that she would actually do. So, I don't know if many of you remember or you've probably seen on TV these different commercials where you have um, them talking, they're basically talking about mental health and uh, or the absence of it. You have an individual who's going about their daily lives. Maybe they're sitting at their desk and or interacting with friends or co-workers or family and they seem like, you know, uh, they're okay because they have this um, you know, they, they put up this sign in front of them, not a sign, but it's like a, it, it's a happy face. It's a sign of a happy face and they put it over their face, you know, while they're interacting with everyone or going about their daily lives. But then when you remove that happy face signage, they look so depressed. They look so overwhelmed. Um, they don't necessarily, 
um, smile. And so, you know, in these commercials, they're basically telling you, you know, people can have um, a smile on their face. They can look very happy, very entertained, if you will. Um, it doesn't look like anything's wrong or going on with them. But when you remove that signage of that smiling face, there's something else going on on the inside. They're not happy. They're depressed. They're despondent. Um, maybe they're dealing with bipolar or uh, schizophrenia um, situations. I want us to know and understand that everything that is on the inside doesn't necessarily show on the outside. It doesn't. And sometimes we can think people have it all together. They, oh, they're, you know, they're perfect. Nothing bothers them. Um, you know, but we have to know that there is, there could be possibly something going on. Now, we have to understand and know that there are things for us to look out for. We have to look and understand that if there is, whether it's within ourselves or our family member, somebody close to us, we have to keep our eyes out, eyes and ear gates um, need to be open and to understand and know if I see this change in myself or someone else, this is a, uh, is a possibility that I need to step in and intervene. If it's yourself that's dealing with this, then yeah, I need to reach out to someone professionally to help me to get through this. You know, some things to look out for. Have the, uh, has there been a change in your eating or sleeping habits or someone that you're, um, you know, noticing, whether it's your child or your parent or a friend, a good friend of yours? Has there been a change in their eating or their sleeping habits? What about their anger levels? Have their anger, anger levels increased? Um, did they get upset over the least little thing? Um, did they fly off the handle about something that's very minor? What about their behavior levels? Do they have any unusual behavior levels? Um, you know, maybe showing up late to work on a continual basis. Um, it seems like it, 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 they didn't start off like that, but then somewhere along the line, something changed and they started showing up late to work or um, this extended unusual behavior could be a sign of an undiagnosed mental illness. Maybe they um, had planned to attend a family function and they, it, then they, they, they didn't show up and it is a continual thing. Now we know we have those family members who say, okay, yeah, I'll be there and they don't show up or something like that. But if it's something that is continuing on um, it's extending out. If their behavior levels 
are unusual to you and have changed? See, we, we have to step back and first and foremost, we need to look out for things. Don't just let things just be swept under the rug. We can't do that in our families, in our, in our, in our communities, in our churches, in our schools. Our eyes need to be open, guys. And some other things to look out for. Do they have a difficulty in handling responsibilities? Say you give your child, they have uh, certain chores, or whether it's something academic-wise, and it, they're simple, simple chores, simple responsibilities, but it seems like they're having a hard time in carrying them out. Did they lose their focus, their drive? And if this is happening on a regular basis, a bigger problem may be developing. We have to remember that. Are they having a hard time dealing with life's changes? Life's changes could be death, marriage, divorce, job loss, job or career change, moving into a new place or or a, a new environment. Those are examples of life changes. Are you or the individual that you're concerned about having a hard time dealing with these life changes? Now, each change in life will have a level of disturbance to it, okay? That's just known fact. You know, uh, as humans, we don't necessarily like change. We, a lot of times, will just kind of gradually get into the change if it is presented to us, but we don't not necessarily like to initiate change or be involved in it. But again, if someone is having a hard time dealing with life's changes, then they it's quite possible that they may be challenged by adapting to these changes and you may need to get them help. Another thing that you can look at are they being a social recluse uh, meaning they just want to be alone all the time now I get it I can be by myself and you probably say is that right in that yes I could be by myself in a minute but if that's all that I want to do and I don't ever want to be around anyone family friends that's a sign and we need to watch out for that. Another thing that could possibly be obvious or not obvious is substance abuse. Now, I don't drink alcohol or use drugs and I don't advocate it. But the reality is that many will turn to alcohol and drugs because of a mental disorder. And sometimes these particular vices are used to mask other obvious problems but unfortunately once the high from that drug or that alcohol or whatever the vices that they get off with once that high wears off the problem is still there and may even be magnified at that point so help should be sought out all right 
Another thing to think about, mood swings. Do they have, are their mood swings swinging? Um, be careful to not allow mood swings to define you as being double-minded. Um, watch out to see if that is what is happening with um, that individual or yourself. Now, emotions themselves are a result of one's mood, their circumstance, or relationship with others. But when these emotions go from an extreme high, like way up there, to a deep depression, way down there, over a short period of time, and frequently, that's not a sign of being in the normal mental state of mind. Um, are they dealing with delusional thinking? Delusional thinking is characteristic in those who suffer from manic depression or other forms of mental illness. Delusional, not really accepting reality or looking at reality um, or making up your own reality until it becomes your truth. That's a very dangerous spot to be in. What it says is that you can't cope with what is happening to or around you. So therefore, you make things up to help you make it through. Be careful of delusional thinking. Physical or mental symptoms. Can mental health issues have physical symptoms? Yes. The answer is a resounding yes. Um... When someone experiences ailments or pains such as headaches, stomach aches, that's not associated with a known or diagnosed physical illness, the majority of time it can be attached to a mental disorder. So I'm going. Those are just a, a few things that I want you guys to make sure that you look out for, because all of this can lead up to um, someone having the feeling that they want to end their life that they want to commit suicide because they're dealing with these mental um, uh, issues and it's overwhelming them and then they feel that the only way for me to get rid of this is to end my life. We want to eradicate that behavior. We want to uh, make sure that we are doing what we can so that we, we won't see this happening often, all the time. We want to try and prevent the act of suicide, the thought of committing suicide. I put up a post the other day and it says, you are loved. Sometimes we just need to tell someone you are loved. Some people don't feel that anyone loves them. They feel that all this that I'm dealing with uh, is overwhelming for me and I am, um, you know, uh, the only way for me to deal with this is just to get, get out of this situation. And they're not necessarily thinking about anyone else, how it's going to affect someone else if they do take their life. Um, I want to encourage you, I'm going to end this episode, but again, it was just so pressing on me. I want to encourage you that if you or anyone else is dealing with 
the thought of suicide, carrying it out. Um, you've had these uh, thoughts of suicide going through your mind on a regular basis. Um, naturally, you can reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, and that number is one 800 273 talk T-A-L-K. 1-800-273-TALK. Or you can text the word TALK, T-A-L-K, to 741-741. Or you can visit the Suicide Prevention lifeline.org I'm going to make sure that in the verbiage for this episode that I list all of that information because naturally there are ways to prevent this type of behavior and to prevent these acts from being carried out acts of suicide on a spiritual level I encourage you to seek God. I encourage you to get into your scriptures. I encourage you to, if, if you need to, um, consult a spiritual leader that you believe will have your best interests at heart. If you are a member of a church or not, you may know of someone that um, you can confide in. Uh, spiritually and they can come from the spiritual aspect I also encourage you to seek out professional counseling um, I have a list of professional counselors uh, licensed professional counselors therapists that I can refer you to so if you need to talk to someone please please make sure you do that you are loved. You are loved. And don't allow the trick of the enemy to get into your mind to make you think that you are out here alone. You're not out here alone. You're not. Um, also, on another natural tip, try to do some things that you enjoy doing whether it is taking a walk in the park. Um, maybe you want to go and take a run or, you know, bike ride. You know, some maybe outdoor activities um, that you take pleasure in. When you do things like this, it will help to boost your emotional wellness. Um, if you want to go and take yourself out to lunch or order flowers for yourself and or all of this um, you know you can direct towards uh, individuals that you may be concerned about reach out to those who um, in your circle or outside of your circle that may be experiencing any of these symptoms or uh, characteristics that I've listed in this episode Let's be nice and kind to one another. Uh, one another. You never know what someone is dealing with or going through. Smile. 
you guys take advantage of social media on a regular basis. So when you're posting something, uh, post something positive, post something encouraging, post a scripture, post, I love you, post, um, you know, something where you're encouraging um, individuals to not give up. There's so much death around us and suicide is definitely not something that we uh, would even think a lot of times that an individual is thinking about doing. Let's try and prevent suicide. Let's try and prevent um, these thoughts that are in uh, individuals' heads by recognizing what it is that they're dealing with and then to get them the help that they need to carry on. There's so much in this world that we can take a part of, can take part of. There's so much work to do um, and ending our lives is not the answer. It's not the answer. My heart goes out to these families. My heart goes out to uh, Regina King and her family. Uh, Chesley Chris family and all the families who have experienced their loved one taking their own life my heart goes out to you my prayers go out to you and again I do encourage you to please recognize these signs early and get individuals the help that they need I thank you for joining me on this bonus uh, episode of Mind Mending in the Net. If you have any questions or comments from me, please make sure you email me at mindmendinginthenet at gmail.com. Um, if you want to uh, comment on this particular episode or add something to it, uh, a positive uh, comments, please make sure that you send that to me again at mindmendinginthenet at gmail.com. We still encourage you to subscribe to this podcast and follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Mind Mending in the Net and Facebook, Mind Mending in the Net. Please go to Spotify, Google, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast shows. Look for Mind Mending in the Net. Here, we promote positive mental health, where everything starts in the mind. We'll see you soon, guys. Peace.